Hi, everybody. This is Jimmy DeYoung. Thanks for taking a moment to take a look at the book with us. And today we're going to be looking at the book of Joel. I have in my hand a copy of a five-part, five-hour series on Joel entitled Joel's Journal on the Day of the Lord. This is a must-study. We're going to listen to a portion of the second in this five-part series, God's Jealousy for His Land. You'll need to understand the day of the Lord, that phrase introduced by the prophet Joel, because it is a major phrase used in Bible prophecy for the end times. Now, that's why we want you to take a moment to listen to our study on the book of Joel. If you have the time right now, study with us, and then we'll tell you how you can get your own copy of Joel's journal on the day of the Lord. Let's listen. And so here the land is mourning. The land is mourning. The 36th chapter of the book of Ezekiel, God uh, has Ezekiel prophesied to the land. We'll look at that in just a moment. The land, it's mourning. Well, look, look over. It's to rejoice too. Chapter 2 and verse 21. It's to rejoice. When he comes back, when El Shaddai comes back, there shall be a rejoicing. Fear not, O land, be glad and rejoice, for the Lord will do great things. Great things. So it's to rejoice. But what I want to zero in on is verse 18 and, uh, and also <coughs> um, verse uh, 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 2 of chapter 3. Verse 18 of chapter 2. Then will the Lord be jealous for his land and pity his people. Chapter 3, verse 2. And I will also gather all nations and will bring them down into the valley of Jehoshaphat and will plead with them there for my people and for my heritage Israel, whom they have scattered among the nations and parted my land. Underline that phrase in chapter 3, verse 2, my land, and in chapter 2, verse 18, his land. Who does the land belong to? That phrase is not only found in the book of Joel. Go to Isaiah chapter 14 just for a second. Isaiah chapter 14. Isaiah 14 and verse 25. This is talking about, you might remember Isaiah 14 is, uh, is uh, uh, dealing with uh, uh, the king of Babylon, but it's also dealing with Satan, Lucifer, and his fall because he exercises his free will and rebels against God. But then in chapter 14, as we continue on, the judgment of Babylon continues. Verse 25, then will I break the Assyrians in my land. My land. God speaking of his land. Look at Jeremiah chapter 2 verse 7. Jeremiah, I just want to show you a couple of incidents where, and it, the word land is used thousands of times in the, in the Bible itself, so we can't go to all of them. Chapter 2 of Jeremiah, verse 7. And I brought you into a plentiful country to eat the fruit thereof and the goodness thereof. And when ye entered, ye defiled my land and made my heritage an abomination. He's going to bring judgment. Jeremiah is a prophet to the nations and to the nation of Israel first. That's the first, uh, what, 42 chapters of the book of Jeremiah. A message, uh, a prophet to the nation Israel for what they've done. You defiled my land, he's talking about. Look at chapter 36 of Ezekiel. Ezekiel chapter 36. Ezekiel 
again, uh, we're talking in chapter 36, the, the, the phrase or the word land is referred to or directly mentioned 35 times in chapter 36 of the book of Ezekiel. And he preaches to the land. Notice verse 8 first, but ye... O mountains of Israel, ye shall shoot forth your branches and yield your fruit to my people, O Israel, for they are at hand to come. So he's speaking to the land. But look at verse 5. Therefore, and we quoted this last time, Therefore thus saith the Lord God, Surely in the fire of my jealousy have I spoken against the residue of the heathen and against all Edomia, which have appointed my land. Why does God get upset, angry? Why does he show the fury of his jealousy? Because they have tried to take my land. We're dealing with his land. Chapter 38, verse 16. Chapter 38, verse 16. And chapter 38 mentions to us the nations who will gather together, align themselves, form a coalition to come in against the Jewish state to try to take a spoil. And they're going to take, notice what the spoil they're going to take is really the land. But look at verse 16. And thou shalt come up against my people of Israel as a cloud to cover the land. It shall be in the latter days, and I will bring thee against my land. He continues to emphasize his land. Go to chapter 48 just for a second and verse 14 of Ezekiel. Ezekiel chapter 48 and verse 14. And this is the division of the land. We'll have to check back with it at the conclusion of our time together this morning. But look at verse 14. And they shall not sell it, neither exchange nor alienate the first fruits of the land, for it is holy unto the Lord. The land is holy unto the Lord. And that's what he's talking about. We're talking about the divine possessor of the land. That's why there's going to be a focus during the day of the Lord on the land of Israel. That's why there is today a focus on the land of Israel. It's his land. Go to Leviticus chapter 25. Leviticus chapter 25. In the book of Leviticus, we have the understanding for the priest, how they're to operate a tabernacle and then later a temple. We also have a system for the sacrifices and a system for the worship in a tabernacle or a temple. We have the standard for the priest, how they're to be selected as well in the 27 chapters of this book. But we also have this chapter set aside to deal with the land. In chapter 25, we see that the land is to be rested every seventh year. It is to be given a sabbatical. He tells them in chapter 25 of the book of Leviticus, you'll have enough in your reaping of your crops in the sixth year to be able to sustain life through the seventh year and into the eighth year. Don't worry about it. But rest the land Don't uh, till the land, don't farm the land in the seventh year. You might remember they were taken into the Babylonian captivity. You know how long were in the Babylonian captivity? Seventy years. Jeremiah chapter 25 verse 9. Chapter 29 verse 10 says, you'll be 70 years in desolation. Why? Because they had not been obedient to Leviticus chapter 25 and rest of the land In every seventh year. You know how long they had not rested the land? 490 years. Divide that by seven and you get 70 years. That's how long they were in the Babylonian captivity. 
2 Chronicles 35, excuse me, 36 tells us that's why they didn't give the sabbatical to the land. He even talks about the Jubilee year. You take seven sabbaticals, and then the next year, the 50th year, that would be 49, and then the 50th year is the Jubilee year. If you allowed somebody to use your land, they have to return it to you. And in fact, if they owe you a debt, you have to forgive that. Boy, I wish we had the Jubilee year now. I got some debts I'd love for them to forgive right now. But, uh, he, you know, he lays all this information out. Now, now, notice what he says now, more specific about the land. You got chapter 25 of the book of Leviticus? Look here at verse uh, 23. The land shall not be sold forever. Not only shall you not give it away. Hello, Israeli leaders. But you shall never sell the land. Look at it again. The land shall not be sold forever. Forever is olam. It means as long as God is, the land cannot be sold. Why? For the land is mine. For ye are strangers and sojourners with me. The Jews don't have anything to brag about when it comes to the land. They're only sojourners. They're strangers in the land. They're caretakers of his land. The land doesn't belong to the Jews. The land doesn't belong to the Palestinians. The land doesn't belong to the European Union. The land doesn't belong to the United Nations. The land doesn't belong to Russia. The land doesn't belong to the United States. The land belongs to God. And who he wants on the land, that's all that counts. This is my land. You do what I say to do with it. The divine possessor of the land is God himself. And that is key for your understanding. God's jealousy for his land is evident not only in the book of Joel, but throughout the entire word of God. Isn't it interesting that word jealousy in the Hebrew, speaking of aggressive possessiveness, that's God's jealousy for his land and aggressive possessiveness. It's his land and he can give it to whom he pleases. This is a must study in your study of prophecy. Joel's Journal on the Day of the Lord. That's the title of this five-part, five-hour series on the little Old Testament prophetic book of Joel. Why don't you call right now, 8-Prophecy-8, 877-674-3298. Now, that's a toll-free number, so you can call and purchase your copy of Joel's Journal on the Day of the Lord. Or you can go to our website and make your purchase. The address is www.prophecytoday.com. Thank you so very much for taking a moment or two to take a look at the book with us. I'm Jimmy DeYoung, and I want to remind you everything we've been studying in this short time together is evidence that Jesus Christ could come at any moment to call us up to be with him. Having said that, nothing left for me to say except let's keep looking up until...